and hi (laughs) why twisters fun of course always (laughs) uh so uh this is love that movie podcast um thank you for joining us on our first episode uh my name is ellen and uh just the whole idea here is we're just going to talk about movies we love movies that make us happy and whether it's an all-time favorite or a recent one that you loved or something that was like a defining moment in your like formative of like being a fan of movies in general we're here to talk about it and we're here to have fun it is what march 21st in the year of our lord 2020 and yeah. things are a little gloom and doom we're all stuck at home so let's 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 have some fun yeah plenty of time so, to watch movies <laughs> exactly so uh today i am joined by a good friend of the pod megan spell hi <laughs> So I reached out to her and I asked her, what what movie do you love? What do you want to talk about? And she came back with some options for me. So thank you very much. Of course. Plenty of options. Plenty of movies. Um, but we settled on uh, what I think is a, a, a really good idea for our first episode is we're going to talk about Superbad. This is such a good first episode and I am so honored to be on the opening episode. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> and since, I mean, this is definitely one of my favorite movies and for it to be the first one, I do feel like uh, an excellent choice on both of our parts because this movie is, every time I watch it, I'm just so happy. <laughs> it never gets old. It really it never gets old. <laughs> so, um, well, you and I are both, we're like 26, 27, so it came out when we were in high school. Yes. So I just wanted to ask you a little bit about like, what about this, especially when it was released and how old we were, was like defining about it and like, I think kind of informed our sense of humor moving forward. I don't know about you, like definitely for me. It did for me too. I mean, I feel like... It's so cheesy to say things like, oh, this like changed comedy or X, Y, Z. But it felt like, you know, this was kind of the same era as The Hangover. And I never really got into The Hangover as much. I mean, I know it probably had a lot more of a, uh, you know, at the time cultural footprint. But super bad. I mean, I think I, don't, I definitely didn't see it in theaters I mean, it's rated R. <laughs> I was uh, 13, 14-ish. Um, I think I was 14. So I think it was, you know, probably a year later. I was probably like 15 or 16. Um, and, you know, it's kind of the age where you're like, oh, like, we're going to, like, start hanging out, like, co-ed. And you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's like we're going over to Joe's house to watch Super Bad or whatever it was. And I remember, you know, it's so hard when you look back because so many of the decisions you make when you're 15 are dependent on what you think other people will think is cool. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of movies that I feel like I watch from this era that at the time I was like, oh, yeah, I like that movie. And now I'm like, I don't stand by this. (laughs) I don't know if I was putting this on or if I convinced myself I like this movie or if I was just trying to seem like, you know, I was fitting in. (laughs) But... Um, super bad is not the, that is not the case with super bad because, um, you know, watched it immediately loved it. It was the thing that everyone was quoting in our friend group for years and years. And I pro- I mean, I watched it regularly in college. I ro- watch it regularly as an adult, probably two to three times a year, whenever I'm feeling like, oh, you know, 
I could go for some super bad. It was on Netflix for a while. It's not anymore. I have the DVD, so don't worry. But <laughs> uh, I just think it's, it feels, it really is like a feel-good movie, as dumb as it is. And some of the jokes definitely wouldn't be in movies today, but it hasn't aged terribly the overall you know, yeah. aspect of it. Some of the language probably has, but it does feel very much like of a time period. <laughs> So well, I mean, it's it's funny you mentioned that because like yes, it's very mid aughts in a lot of the ways, mm-hmm. but also like so much of it is purposely styled to be like the seventies. Yes, the music, it's... the fashion, even some of like just like the color palette choices and like the directing choices. It's like in a way, yes, some it feels of it is very, very much like a wood paneled basement. <laughs> yes, which kind of gives it a timeless feel like yeah and i mean it that's really interesting i i knew the music was very 70s and like some of the outfits are just ridiculous but you know i it's hard to kind of look back and be like this was so 2008 2009 in my head Mm -hmm. because that's when i saw it and that's when i was interacting with it the most i mean i still now this movie is like very much a part of who i am unfortunately (laughs) probably (laughs) but it is funny to kind of look back and be like, I mean, I always think like that opening when they're dancing and it's just the silhouettes. And it's, it's like so good. Very 70s, very stylized. But then immediately they're like driving to the 7-Eleven and talking about internet porn. So that's like very 2008, <laughs> 2009. <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, it's... It feels like a classic, which is silly to say in your mid-late 20s like we are, but I just feel like... It's a classic to us. It's a classic. I stand by it. And you mentioned... So you mentioned The Hangover earlier, which kind of made me think like... Because I was watching it earlier and thinking... I was watching Superbad earlier and thinking so much of this, especially like the dialogue and how like graphically boy it is. Yes, yes. And, but I never felt like excluded. And like, I saw this in the, I did see this in theaters. And I remember like laughing the whole time and being like fully dialed in. I'd never heard guys talk like that, which I know <laughs> for the most part, that's kind of how they talk. But right. the thing is like, I didn't, but then you think about movies like The Hangover, they're these like much bigger budget. And on some levels, they're way more bro. Yeah. And I, they're not for me. And I, like it's funny, of course, we all enjoyed it, but like something about like dialing into just this little like relationship between two high school guys and even if they are speaking out things that are so specifically for them, I still felt like it was for me, if that yes. makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's because one, like they're not like cool kids, but they're not like complete outcasts. You know, yeah. like, the guy, like, there's one scene where the guy's like, I'm having a party, you're not invited. But, like, for the most part, they're not, like, the biggest dorks in school. Fogel, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> for the most part, you're like, these are just kind of middle-of-the-road guys, not the coolest guys at the party. And then the other thing, I think the relationship between the two of us, I think, or between the two of them, and the two of us, we're great <laughs> friends, too. But the re- relationship between the two of them, the movie, to me, doesn't stick with me as much if it's not, like about their love and their sadness when they're about to leave. If you take out the whole second half, like the first half is still really funny, but I don't think it means as much to me. Like the scene where they're like, 
uh, like about to go to sleep and they're like I love you man I'm not ashamed yeah. to say it <laughs> and you're like this is just so nice this is like, it. I, I was listening to a different podcast at one point they were talking about heat and they're like if at the end the two men didn't hold hands and like recognize what they've been through together this movie is like half as good as it is yes. and I feel like it's the same with Superbad because it's that it doesn't feel performative and it does feel like I don't know. I mean, I obviously we're both female, so we can't speak to. I know. I'm sure men sometimes feel like they can't speak about their feelings, but it's like, nice to see two true. teens get drunk and say they're gonna miss each other at college because, you know, that's life. Yeah. Well, and to know that like Michael, Sarah, and Jonah Hill are still very much in each other's lives, and like friends they just did that a24 podcast together which was yeah. so cute oh my god i know it's i mean like a warm hug <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean great casting because like yeah. you can't fake that kind of no it's so good yeah. and then i love all the casting stories from super bad are so good because i think they Fogel. brought in yeah they brought in christopher vince Flass for fogel and Jonah Hill was like, I hate this guy. <laughs> like, we are not going to get along. <laughs> and, like, obviously now they're really good friends. But And he was younger, so, like, his mom had to be on set because he wasn't of age to, like, just shoot all hours of the day. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think, like, that energy, I mean, obviously it's bad to be like, oh, yeah, he actually didn't like him. So that <laughs> animosity informed the through. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, like... That is one of my favorite elements because, like, I mean, it all works out. It's not like it's true bullying, but like, when they're just yelling at each other, I'm just like, this feels, uh, it's just choice. Like, I just, yes. It feels like I know these people and I don't. Yes. Yeah, so, but, so I first saw Super Bad in theaters. I was, it was a date. It was like one of the first dates I'd ever gone on Ooh, with nice. my high school boyfriend. <laughs> I was a sophomore. He was a senior. Oh my gosh! So he bought the tickets. Yeah. Well, you know, I it was R. So yeah, obviously. <laughs> but we were on like a double date with some other uh, classmates, and I remember, and they were sitting right next to us. I remember looking over, and the people that the other couple that was on the date were making out the entire time (laughs) and i was like so (laughs) dialed into this movie because it was so funny and it was so good and i was like i mean i don't even i don't even remember if he tried to like kiss me or anything during the movie but i was just like that's what are they doing they're missing this movie like they are missing it (laughs) yeah (laughs) like this is really great yeah um which i guess looking back should have known that like this is who i would become someone who's obsessed with movies if i like got mad at my friend for making (laughs) out through stop trying to kiss me i'm trying to watch (laughs) yes and also i got mad at my friend for making out with her date because she missed the movie (laughs) well i have instituted no kissing during new content before so no worries (laughs) for the listener at home eleanor was spit her tea out (laughs) i didn't think it was that good of a joke but i'll take it Like, if it's a rewatch, fine. <laughs> but don't distract me if I'm trying to take it in. Yes. I, I'm i the worst person to host watch parties. I did it once for Game of Thrones and never again because, like, I'm a shusher. Yeah. <laughs> Shush. I, I invite people over for 
like I mean some things the Oscars and I do tell my people my friends who are like very into the Oscars I'm like listen I've come to peace with not catching every word you know like I'm choosing the party over the show in this regard subtitles will be on but I just want you to know there could be 20 people in my apartment that does not hold 20 people (laughs) and we're all just gonna have to deal with it I'm not. I'm not at that place yet. <laughs> I, I I decided to forego an Oscar party this year because so I wanted watch to watch. Yeah. Can you believe? I think it must have been yesterday. Yesterday was a month from the Oscars. It it's feels only like been it, a month. It's only been a month. <laughs> it feels like it's been a summer. year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for everyone uh, at home, we're obviously deep into the quarantine. If you're listening to this 20 years in the future, <laughs> uh, I hope I'm they're on, still teaching you about the. <laughs> right, I'm personally on day nine, so I'm just like an open book. Like <laughs> this, is, I'm officially on day one of being furloughed from work uh, indefinitely. A so. nightmare. <laughs> What the a time to start is, something creative. <laughs> the good news is it's like a great time to record backlog podcasts. And this one isn't really time bound. So you can like get like 15 to 20 up in your, in your belt. Exactly. <laughs> We're good to go. Good to go. Oh boy. Okay. But back to super bad. I did have a yes. few more things I wanted to ask you about. Yes. Um, because we both know that we both have huge crushes on Bill Hader Obviously. now in our lives, but <laughs> did we care at all about Bill? <laughs> I remember thinking Super he was bad. funny. And yes. I remember, and I was really into Bill Hader in, on SNL, but I wasn't like specifically attracted to him in in this movie, I don't think. Yeah. I've also like never really been into cops. Like I said, day nine, I'm an open book. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't probably looking at the cop character being like, oh yeah, cutie. Even though I did love him on SNL and, um, you know, Stefan was around yeah. this era. So, um, you know, lots of good Bill content out there in the world. Honestly, though, that is kind of the part. If the cop stuff is like undoubtedly the b plot and it's just like such a strong because i always forget how good how much i like that section because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times when i watch a movie i'll look back and be like oh i kind of forgot that this was also a part of this and i'm less into this part but like when they're at the bar and they're like all right we'll get some beers to go (laughs) like we'll take 13 for the road and i'm like even this tiny little joke i love it and (laughs) fogel at that point is mclovin and be like hell yeah so uh, oh and and like that line when they when they're reunited at the end and (laughs) i think i think it was uh Jonah Hill's character, he's like, why were you smoking cigarettes with those cops? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's That scene is incredible when they just got hit by the car. They got hit by the car and um, Christopher Mintz Plus comes out and he's smoking a cigarette and it's slow-mo and it shows him flicking the cigarette and like looking at the ground <laughs> to see his friend. And then they just take off running. Uh, it's good stuff. I think, and then Seth Rogen, I mean, obviously was one of the co-writers, so I'm I'm sure he had a lot of creative control, but I also think sometimes he just throws line off, lines off, and I was like, was that improvised? Like, that's like, so natural, like, because at one point he's like, not again, about some, something, like, terrible yes. that, like, should not be happening regularly, and then also when he's chasing after Michael Sarah, and he's like, this is the best skin in the world. He's like, superhero, he's asking them. 
I don't, I, it makes you wonder, because, like, like, the whole backstory of, like, Seth and Evan, real-life Seth and Evan, have been working on this script forever. forever. Like, since they were in high school. Yeah, so it's, like, how much of it was so precious, but also, like, did they throw out, you know, lines? Yeah. I, I just can only imagine them shooting those scenes with like <laughs> this is Seth who's like his passion project he's finally yeah. getting made with Bill Hader who's just like Mr. Talent right and then he's this, like, like and at this point like a consummate professional like he's on yes. SNL weekly live like because and that's another thing like Bill Hader will occasionally break but for the most part a lot of SNL people like Jimmy Fallon aside they're really good at not breaking because mm-hmm they have to do it on live television but the scene where he has to say like right at the very end when they cock blocked make love and he says i'm sorry for blocking your cock and there's like a, there's the bloopers it's just like it felt like 20 minutes of him like could not get through that line and it is like when you watch it it's, it's just good it's, it's just crazy to think like to for it to be on set with like yeah the combination of those two and then this like super green teenage boy who's just yeah. like it's like what a combination his mom is there <laughs> uh, and I he's, mean, he's uh when they go like shoot shooting gu- oh my god yeah <laughs> they're like doing the whole scene where they're just shooting guns and he's like take that motherfucker yeah. <laughs> And then when they set the car on fire and he's like, can we shoot guns? Or can we shoot at it? He goes, I don't know. Can you? And hands him the gun. It's like psychotic. Oh, God, I love it so much. And it, like, this is, it's just so silly that like, we've, this movie has been out for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. We've seen it a million times. Yes. But it's still insanely quotable and it's yes. never not funny to me. And like, right. there are things that like, my fiance Cameron and I quote each other daily yeah like i mean if we're ever home alone like he's got something going on in the evening or like i'm eating dinner alone we'll we'll always be like i'm supposed to eat alone like i'm fucking steven glansberg (laughs) i i used to have like i can't remember what it was on but like i was i played some something and my name was steven glansberg (laughs) like that was like my username or something because i used to think that was funny um that's the thing and then if you keep watching like i remember the first time you watch it, it's like the same stuff like chicka chicka yeah fake id fake id <laughs> like for a few years of my life i use that more than i do now um but then even like every time i watch it i pick up something new my favorite line me and our friend lauren noriega all the time say very early on they're playing soccer and michael sarah is not into it at all and <laughs> dave franco runs by and he's like come on man he goes it's soccer man it's it's soccer he's like so <laughs> uninterested like and it's just a great uh, well even right before that the uh the coach is like you know evan get into it and he just goes oh kick it to me, okay. well, <laughs> kick it to me. Oh, or just the whole like people don't forget yeah people don't forget obviously obviously huge in my life well i was like yeah but even today like i've seen this a million times i never caught on to the joke at the beginning when they're in the 7-eleven mm-hmm and, um, like, he's making some kind of comment about how, like, he dated a really hot girl once. And, like, yes. he's now, like, can never get back to that. And he was right. like, I see why Orson Welles ate his fat ass to death. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that whole scene. Honestly, the whole opening of this where it's it, right, right off the bat, they drive up. He picks him up. 
they're talking about porn, they walk into 7-Eleven. And the 7-Eleven is like maybe one of my favorite, like it's a very small scene, but it's so good because it has one of my favorite high school movie slash TV show things, which is referring to everyone by their first and last name. He goes through Jules's dating history. He's like, she dated, I can't remember exactly who it is now. All the like, first and last names It's of like everyone, Stephen yeah. Glasberg and all the names just seem like so choice. <laughs> because like now if I ever talk about people from high school, I always use like first last names first because last name. like that's normally how it was. Yeah, and my like, He's high school reunion is, my high school reunion is this year. And, uh, like, it's a wild time for high school reunions because obviously it's always like a Facebook group. Uh-huh. And it's people that you like actively forgot existed who are <laughs> either way too involved in this. And it's like literally none of us knew who you were. And then you have like the class presidents who are the actual ones putting this together. And it's, it's like I went to a really big high school, so it's okay, like I went to a tiny high school. I know exactly yeah. everyone. <laughs> Still first so last names. But. My graduating class was like I think seven hundred people or so, maybe more, maybe closer to eight hundred. Um, it's rocking like a sixty-four. Yeah, <laughs> so close, <laughs> similar, same. Well, they put out this like Facebook poll of like what weekend works best, and like the overwhelming majority picked a weekend after my wedding and I was like okay great I'll be on my honeymoon goodbye now I have the perfect (laughs) excuse to not have to show up to this thing (laughs) it's always hard because it is like you're like there's a handful of people I would like to see but then there's like a bunch of people that I don't really care about well the people I want to see are podcast right (laughs) well I don't know but the people I want to see are invited to my wedding and the the ones that like I'm medium want to see I get to see probably like once or twice a year anyways so yeah that's I always feel it's always funny I mean part of me feels that when I watch something like super bad but it's also like when I go home for the holidays is I feel like I'm reverting back to like who I used to be like because I I mean I had a job I was like out of college at one point I mean my friend went back for St. Patrick's Day so recently um and we were gonna go out and so I'm from Savannah and St. Patrick's Day is huge in Savannah it's like a huge parade party and everything the whole weekend. It's week huge here in Dallas, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so we were, like, going to go out, and my mom was, like, making it very clear that she did not approve of this plan because the town is going to be overrun with <laughs> irresponsible people. And <laughs> I'm, like, 24 years old, and I, like, snapped her. I'm like, Dad said we could! <laughs> and I remember my friend being like, hey, no one needs to give us permission. <laughs> we're adults <laughs> we can just go and i was like well dad said that we could <laughs> okay psycho <laughs> and so sometimes i watch super bad and it is like i mean the quest to get alcohol and everyone's talking about like their siblings like she could have she had a brother she could have asked him but instead she asked me she wants some seth's own dressing <laughs> Um, and then, uh, and then even like when Michael Sarah offers to buy Becca's beer and she's like, ah, this would save me such a pain. I was going to beg my sister and I'm like, I was the oldest in my family, but I mean, definitely went through the phases of you're like, well, do you think like this person's brother would be able to do it for us? Like I heard this person had a party last week and some people left some beers there. So maybe we could go try to get those. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I think it's just such a brilliant you know, 
it plot is. device is just like we have to find the beer and then we have to get to the party and every, or you I'm, have to know the guy with the fake ID and like right. are you friends with him or do right. you have a friend who is friends with him right and also the thing that like if there's a party that day the whole day is dedicated to trying to get to that party it's not like okay school ends at three and the party starts at nine it's like school ends at three now we have to figure out what we're gonna do okay once we figure out how we're gonna get the fake id then we need to figure out where we're gonna go to buy the alcohol okay that didn't work <laughs> now we have to call someone x you're driving all around town finally you're like okay we have the booze what are we gonna wear? Who are we gonna try to kiss? What are we trying? And then we get there. And once we get there, if the cops show up, what's our out situation <laughs> like? Yes. We're gonna meet back up at the car. So um, I'm probably showing my hand a little too much, but you know what I'm saying. Everyone was 18. <laughs> yes. No. We all went through this. I didn't. I. I mean, I didn't really party a lot in high school, mm-hmm. but. Well, one, I was just, like, nervous of getting in trouble all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, and I was the designated mom- driver for a, a big part of my life. <laughs> well, my mom worked at my high school. And, like, people talk. Right. Like, so you're like, okay, if someone at, like, the, at school is going to be Even the teachers know, like, setting. who's who's got a bad reputation. The teachers know everything. It's kind of The scary. teachers know everything. <laughs> and, like, I remember our... Our principal's daughter had, like, a terrible reputation, and everyone in the mm-hmm. school knew, faculty included. And I'm like, that must right. be so embarrassing for the principal. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want that. I mean, not that that's in my personality, but, like, I don't want that for my mom. Yeah. <laughs> she works here. Yeah. And also, I don't want I don't want my mom to find out about things. Because, no. I mean, like, even, I mean, my mom obviously found out about things all the time. Like, I would, like go to my boyfriend's house and come back and she'd be like so how was Sarah's and I'd be like it was great and she'd be like so I saw Judy at Publix and I'd be like ah fuck <laughs> like oh, I'm so deep into this already why wouldn't you start with that it's <laughs> like well actually we ended up going to uh, Emma's <laughs> it's no big deal yeah <laughs> but like Sarah was with me so like when you asked me how Sarah's was I thought you meant like how was Sarah and she's good <laughs> Uh, t- teens are terrible. <laughs> teens are terrible, but like, it's such a, it's such like, an, there's so much comedy to be had. And I feel like they, this script is so perfect because it is, it is just so perfectly the experience that yes. so many of us had. I mean, no, I've never been trapped in a room with a bunch of adults doing cocaine and they ask me to sing right. but like <laughs> but I understand how uncomfortable he is because like he's the nervous kid mm-hmm. and I was like oh yeah I recognize that nervousness and that like I don't want to be here but I got dragged here and now I just hate everything <laughs> right and it's also I mean like I guess it's probably different from guys like he's worried that if they find out he's not supposed to be there that they'll like beat him up and we and like for me I'm like if they find out I'm not supposed to be here they'll make fun of me <laughs> like, yes. it's like the girl version of Yes. I'd be like if that was like a room full of like bitchy girls, you'd be like, oh yeah, no, this is great. I'm gonna go find my friends. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get out of there as soon as possible. But oh my gosh, and it just—it's just so warm. And I mean, it's like obviously a very long-term, you know, top or like idea of like it takes place with high schoolers over one night. You know, American Graffiti, <laughs> Days and Confused, but this one's a little more. It's less of a hangout movie because, like, things are happening that's, like, moving plot forward. And 
you know, it kind of starts off right at the beginning. You're like, okay, so the goal is to like basically get with these two girls. And mm-hmm. so then you're like, okay, well, to get with the two girls, we've got to go to the party. To get to the party, we have to bring the alcohol. <laughs> to bring the alcohol, we have to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's just... and it's like, I don't know, it's so jam-packed. Like every line of dialogue yes. has a joke. Yes. And I think that's like a lot of people, a lot of guys I know will be like, this movie like captures how we talk to our friends and I was like you guys are not nearly this clever like like cute that you think that but like this is like that's like me being like yeah me and my friends would talk like Gilmore Girls <laughs> like no just that's constantly physically throwing impossible. out the perfect <laughs> reference it's extremely written things but it is I mean it's perfect <laughs> I remember when it came out too it was like this big deal that like it was it broke the record for the amount of like times the f word was used yes it and, beat Scarface. And like all these adults were like, oh my gosh, kids these days, we would never speak this way. And I'm like, oh no, we don't either. Put it out again. <laughs> and like the scene, again, having like seen it in theaters and like I was a fairly sheltered person who like never saw things I wasn't allowed to. Mm-hmm. This the whole like story of him like the drawing dicks and then they just yes. show all these illustrations with this like really happy song in the background. Yes. <laughs> I remember just like being floored and this innocent little fifteen year old Ellen. Jonah Hill might be my favorite performance in this. It's a really close call, but Jonah Hill being like, it's not a big deal. Like eight percent of kids or something like that it. have it. <laughs> Like he's like trying, and then he's like, and then she read me out, and like, it's, I mean, he's so good in it. And then even like later with the, um, when he's when the girl's dancing on him and gets the period stain on his pants, which, I mean, like, as a fifteen year old girl is like the most horrifying thing to see on screen. Like, oh my god! I remember being like, this is traumatizing for everyone involved. But now I feel like as an adult, I just think it's really funny because then later <laughs> that on, would never like, actually happen. No, it would never happen. <laughs> so like, and then he like walks away and he does like it's like a super used gif where he's like, oh fuck me, right? And I'm like, this like. This his attitude. He's like standing in the doorway, walking away from people making fun of him, going "fuck me," right? And I'm like, this just explains so much about my personality. I think this it's like, like I wish I had the confidence to turn around to say that to people laughing at yeah. me. <laughs> the energy here has like changed who I am on a molecular level because I think about this all the time, all the time. Uh, okay, so good, so. We've talked about, oh, let's talk about little Emma Stone. Yes. The, I really like both the girls in this movie because I feel like those they're both very, like, I don't know, classic. <laughs> like, but then everything, I mean, Emma Stone, honestly, the whole cast is, like, held up pretty well. Like, and Emma Stone, uh, Oscar Award winner Emma Stone, um, this is very... Easy A era. I think Easy A was like right after this. Yeah, but I mean, if it weren't for this movie, we wouldn't. She wouldn't have had the career that she's had. She and she's so good in it because she's like 
oh, every time she interacts with him and she's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> she's like being really nice. And then I'm kind of like, you shouldn't be into this guy, honey. Like, <laughs> But like she's playing it like she's not re- like she's just always kind of going along with it. Like the part where it's her and her friend and she's like, you scratch our bag, we'll scratch yours. And he's like, the thing about my bag, my bag. <laughs> is that it's on my cock. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. And her friend is just staring at him. And then Emma Stone's like laughs like politely. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but Emma Stone is really good in this. And that's all to say. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I look back and I'm like, oh, she is just... <laughs> If only we'd known. I know. It is. And I mean, obviously, she looks exactly the same, but with side bangs, which, you know, that's, we all had them back in the day. We all had them. Those straight hair with the side Uh bangs. Uh Uh-huh. Well, and like for a party, obviously, that's the look you're going to be rocking. I can't remember. I think she's wearing like a little jean skirt, too. And I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God. I literally went to high school parties in this outfit with my hair like this. With like the loose, like baby doll tank. Yes. And then this, then the jean skirt. Yeah, that was like the look choice. The look. I also and I think that they they dyed her hair red for this. Yeah, she'd never been redhead before. And, and now it's like, it's like that's who she is. Yeah. <laughs> I also she, at at school she's wearing like the side bangs out and ponytail really tight back, but only the side bangs out. And I'm like, oh yeah, this was my look too. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. And then. I also thought, um, I can't, Martha McIsaac, I think, is Becca. I think she's really good, too. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a it's a bummer we never saw, like, more of her. I know. Her and Emma Stone are still really good friends, I think. Mm-hmm. They, like, hang out on Instagram and stuff. It's not important. But um, <laughs> she's, I think she's really funny, especially in the scene where she's drunk, because it's one of those things where it's, like, I feel like it's always awkward to play drunk, especially if you're, like, maybe not a super experienced actor. And... I don't know some of the stuff she says so part of it is the writing but she's like you're so your dick is so smooth and then he's like I'm sure yours would be too I'm like oh my god it's, and it's like so for cringy, I watched it but it's so like how people awkwardly talk to each other i know and then she's like i want you to be my first time like it's gonna be fine she's like talking herself into it and and then he's like no i don't think so (laughs) and then she throws up and i've seen this movie a million times and this morning when she was like when he said i'm sure yours would be too if you had one or if you were a boy i was like man this still has the power to like affect me because i hate it classic 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 michael Sarah. yeah i mean this michael Sarah. he he does what he does really well <laughs> i think well i wasn't familiar with um arrested, arrested development. development yeah i didn't watch arrested development before i watched super bad what i have out first w- super bad or juno <sighs> Ooh, it's like it it's like this it it's like year, within a year I think I watched them, like, essentially back-to-back. But, again, I think Juno was 2008. I think this was 2007. Um, Yes, because I saw them both in theaters with that same boyfriend. Oh, they were both 2007. Damn, what a year. I know. (laughs) That's a great year. Those are two of my favorite movies. Two of my favorite scripts, too. Not important. But Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah's in a lot of movies that I love. On my podcast for, like, the first... 50 episodes we talked about michael Sarah almost every episode came up a lot <laughs> to reference your sister he's a bean 
Yes, he's a, oh my god, such a bean, a string <laughs> bean of the highest degree. Uh, but um, I think I think he's really good. Even I really liked him in Molly's game. I want to see him doing more. We're just yeah. talking Michael Sarah. Well, Michael Sarah, he's doing theater right now. That was yeah. that whole A twenty four podcast he did with Jonah Hill. Yeah, he was doing. I can't remember now, but uh, Broadway's closed. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like i live in new york but it's just sad to know it's not happening i know we're both Uh, big broadway people yeah one of my my good friends from high school is in the touring company of come from away Mm -hmm. and uh they were going to be in dallas this week oh yeah and i had tickets to see him we were going to hang out um they pulled the plug like two days before the show that I was going to go to. Yeah. And, uh, my We have tickets for Broadway in October. And my mom was calling me like every other day, like, do you think this will be worked out by October? And I was like, I can't take this on right now, woman. Like, October's really far away. <laughs> like, <laughs> if this isn't worked out by October, yeah, that's there's when a, my wedding is. Yeah, I'm there's gonna, a lot of concerns. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be okay. Oh, coronavirus. Um, this is going to be okay. like a nice little time capsule. <laughs> yes. Two people slowly losing their mind and talking about Two people rare. like desperately trying to like do Find something joy. to make themselves feel nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's okay. Superbad is, I think this is the right answer. I think so too. And I told okay, like so any- four people, I was, they're like, what are you doing today? I'm like, I'm watching Superbad. And every single person I told was like, fun (laughs) yeah yeah i know everyone likes super bad you can't not like it i think it's one of like you're saying you own it on dvd it's one of the few movies i like own on itunes yeah it's i've always got it because you need to be able to pop it on whenever you know like it's definitely something that you want like on hand (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so any final thoughts on super bad before we move on i love it i love it (laughs) and i don't think it's fair to grade no, I mean, if you this the premise of this podcast is that we all we love these movies. We just love I, it. I, I hope everyone's going to be talking about A pluses, <laughs> <laughs> or at least A plus to you. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, so I do have some questions for Hit you. Me. Okay, so what would you say? Because it is love that movie pod, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about some movies you love. Okay, um, what is a like quote unquote bad movie that you love right so it's hard (laughs) i feel like there are probably a lot but i also feel like we like live in a society where if you wait long enough movies that were hated become acceptable to love (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. normally like i remember being embarrassed when the first mamma mia movie came out that like i was like yep this is this is for me love it (laughs) and but like Mm -hmm. being like well i can't they're gonna judge me but so and then we have talked previously about the twilight movies which Mm -hmm. i unabashedly love (laughs) i think they're fascinating to watch i feel like it's such a you know we've talked a lot about time capsules but such a specific time where like everyone was like talking about team edward or team jacob everyone was like very into vampires and werewolves which is like went further than twilight and it like yes. lasted for a while, while. Like you could go into like any i mean 
it's easy to say like a hot topic, but like you could probably go into an old navy and be like <laughs> buying vampire clothes because everyone's like, trying to capitalize. On, yeah, we're gonna look back on that time between like what was it like loosely like 2006 to like 2015 and be like, yeah. why were we so obsessed? I mean, I watched True Blood, obviously, which yeah. is like the grown-up version, which every girl in my high school watched because we thought we were cool, edgy, and and then watching like, inappropriate stuff. Right. I mean, I did like. I feel like I learned a lot about the world from True Blood. I like that was when I started. That was when I first like got my friend's HBO account and was like, oh my god, like this is crazy. So, um, I. Yeah, I guess I'll go Twilight. I love yeah. maybe the last one. If I'm going to specifically oh, talk that's about the worst. The last one is so fascinating. <laughs> like the first one. Because the cast, it's like, what are you yeah, doing it's here? Absolutely <laughs> mind boggling. The amount of Academy Michael Award winners. Michael Sheen. <laughs> and I. Uh, yeah, maybe the last Twilight. Okay. <laughs> That's a good answer. It's a solid answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, my next question for you is um, what is like a movie that you love that you put on when you need to like feel better or like need like a pick me up with like your mood mm-hmm. that just like when you're having a gloomy day, you put this on and it helps. I feel like it changes. Um mm-hmm. Like, for a long time, it was Miracle, <laughs> the um, early 2000s Disney movie about the uh, 1980 hockey team that beat the Russians. I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> See, this is people never think that I'm into Miracle, which is absolutely part of my brand. But um, I don't want people to think I, I would be the type of person who loves Miracle, but I do. And part of it's because I watched it a million times growing up, I loved it. I think part of that is also because there's just, like, a lot of cute boys, (laughs) Um, which is lame, but there are, and they, you know, come together, and it's, like, very, like, you know how it's going to end, and every time, like, that puck is skittering on the ice, and it's like, do you believe in miracles? I'm like, yes! (laughs) So, um, honestly, honestly, any, like, movie with a lot of cute boys, though, I mean, recently, I really like... I put the other day I watched The Nice Guys, which I think is really funny and has mm-hmm. a really excellent Ryan Gosling performance. I really yes. like Everybody Wants Some, which um, I have a lot of friends who don't understand why I'm so obsessed with that movie. Again, <laughs> cute boys. Cute boys. Um, it's hard to watch now with what we know about Blake Jenner. Blake Jenner. I know. But um, as much as he is like a lot of the plot is happening around him, he was never my favorite of the guys in that movie so I, I, I'm okay emotionally yeah. but was it Glenn um, it's Glenn yeah of course it's Glenn with that mustache <laughs> honestly though like while we're talking about <laughs> werewolves and vampires the guy from Te- Teen Wolf the TV show um I just lost his name Tyler Tyler Posey? Tyler, Tyler Hochin it's oh, the Hoch- other one he also has long hair and a mustache and like Mm, it's a look <laughs> there's a lot of men in that movie we don't need to get into it but um i'll say miracle i i encourage everyone to watch it i understand that my affinity for miracle comes from reminiscing about it and just it being in my past but it makes yeah. me happy 
That's a good answer. And one I was not expecting. Yeah. Okay. And so follow up to that, is there a TV equivalent? Yes. So I have two TV shows that are like my background, making dinner, cleaning up, um, you know, make me feel good before I go to bed TV shows. And they're 30 Rock and Frasier. (laughs) So two NBC shows. Uh, 30 Rock was more probably college. Uh, Both of them have a lot of seasons. You can pop them on. Um, I think like a lot of the way people watch uh, like Friends in the Office, I think these are like 30 Rock is my office and Frasier is my friends. I've, I've seen both of all of the office and friends. I just don't rewatch them as much. Mm-hmm. But anyway, those are my go-tos. Those are good. Those are good yeah. ones. Um, and then my very last question for you. Yeah. The first movie character you had a crush on. Oh, God. Okay. It's so, I mean, like, it's so basic, but like, like Simba Aladdin, like combo. <laughs> I feel like is that <laughs> I know both of them are animated and one of them's a lion. But I oh remember <laughs> I remember thinking like, oh, what's this? <laughs> type Simba's thing. cute. Yeah. I mean I have countless countless examples of yes. me being in a theater being like, Oh my god. <laughs> like I, I mean I think it was must have been the second Twilight when uh, Jacob cuts his hair and like stands up shirtless by like a motorcycle, being like, "That was a moment for all of us." Hot damn! <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, but I feel like uh, probably Simba. Simba, <laughs> probably. That's a great answer. I love that. I feel like as much as like it's like obviously embarrassing to say that, I don't think I'm the only one. <laughs> You're not. And it falls in line with one of our favorite quotes from Book Smart. It was like, your first crush was the little pink kitten for her, yes. the little white kitten from Aristocats. <laughs> the little white kitten from the Aristocats. <laughs> yeah. Or she's like, girls that you've had a crush on in the past, the white kitten from the Aristocats, Avril Lavigne. I can't remember the trio, but the people that she said, I was like, this feels very true to me, which is, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, outside mm-hmm. of Simba, I remember being having a crush on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we don't have to go too deep into it. I just thought it was a fun question for Simba's you. Because we're always talking like, about when I'm talking about like kids movies. So I was like, I was like, damn. Oh, um, when Binks becomes a human in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. <laughs> Uh, th- uh, Thackeray or whatever. Thackeray Binks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was another one, I think. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, okay. So that's a few examples. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- those are all my follow-up questions for you. Okay. So I figured we'd end the pod with some some questionnaire. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, thank you for coming on my first episode. This was thank fun. Thank you. I loved it, and I love the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so where can uh, any listeners out there, if the two of you, I'm sure, uh, where can we find Megan <laughs> online? I'm everywhere online. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I am at SpellMegan on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, SpellMegan.com. So I really owned that handle. And then I also have a podcast that Ellen has been on called mm-hmm. On the Download, and that's at On the Underscore Download. Nice. So you can find this podcast online. Um, 
The uh, Instagram would be Love That Movie Pod. And then on Twitter, I believe it's Love That Underscore Movie. Lots of underscores. Yes. Well, you know, Twitter kind of makes you do that. I know. Twitter. Yes. Love That Underscore Movie on Twitter. Um, But then also, me personally, I am on Twitter at Ellen Tudus. That's E L L E N T O U D O U Z E because who knows how to spell my last name. Um, And then I'm on. Instagram at Ellen Toodles, and then um, the episodes will be going up. I also have a website for it. Uh, I believe it's lovethatmoviepod.com. Amazing. Amazing. So look forward to, I'm sure, having you on again and many future conversations about movies that well, this we is, love. This is the only movie I like, so we're going to have to figure something out. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't believe you. Okay. We can we can talk about Miracle Day. <laughs> all right well uh i'll talk to you soon thanks Bye. bye